Well, Father God, I pray that your uh, Holy Spirit would continue to circulate uh, over the crowd this morning. And I pray, Lord, that, uh, that you would distribute, that you would drop gifts on us as you see fit. I pray for empowerment in minds. I pray for empowerment in bodies. I pray for empowerment in hearts. I pray for your word to go out, which is always formative which is always creative, which is never spoken, but that it also changes things. And I pray, Lord, for changeful words this morning. I pray for words that bring light. I pray for words that bring inspiration with faith, hyphenated, inspiration faith. I pray for words that bring physical change. More, Lord. Let's just just begin with the physical change right now. You have a need for healing. Raise your hand or stand up real quick as the the presence of the Spirit is... uh, present and eager uh, this morning, just go ahead and raise your hand or stand up where you are. You need some physical healing, that is. Go ahead, stand up into it. You around these uh, people, just respectfully send a hand of blessing for them, maybe lay a hand in their shoulder, no big deal, but just be a brother and sister, brother or sister for them. In the name of Jesus, we bless you with the blessing of The word of healing this morning, the word for you is healed. The word for you is now receive new strength immediately in this moment, right there. The nerves open, the blood vessels open, the muscles drink it in, the bones are aligned. The system is balanced in Jesus' name and the scar is healed. It It is loose, it's not ragged, but it is healed. More, Lord. I'm just going to give this a minute because honestly, I feel quite a bit of power in this this morning. So come on, let's, let's uh, stoke up that faith and just bless your brothers and sisters more, Lord. The power come. We pray for change in this moment. I release it right now. Just take it by faith, brothers and sisters. Change in your bodies right there. Just kind of feel things opening up, I think. Just kind of feel the power flow more, Lord. Increase. Increase. Notice that the pain is going away, but that your joy is increasing simultaneously. The joy of the Lord is strengthening your body. And both are a gift. It's just a gift from the Spirit this morning. More, Lord. Breath of the Lord in your lungs. Breath of the Lord in your lungs. The breath of the Lord in your lungs. It's got a specific word. In the name of Jesus, allergic reactions are ended today. You got bad allergies or something giving you grief? Go ahead and just take that real quick. In the name of Jesus, allergic reactions are stopped. It's just over. We dispense them. We dispense with them. No longer necessary. No longer needed. You are strong in the Lord. One more, Lord. 
more, Lord. Increase. This is a turning point in a lot of stories. Turning point today on our little hill in Ainahaina. Turning point this morning. Change of direction. You were going downhill, but now you are up. I still feel quite a bit of power on this, uh, but I'm going to move on. You can go ahead and and sit down. I don't. I guess if you're baking, you can continue to stand. It's not like anybody's going to. I don't care. Um, but but please, you know, just stick in that place of faith and and let the Lord continue to work on you. And we'll check in a little bit later and see if anybody could feel an immediate change because that's always encouraging uh, when we get stuff like that. Um, but I would expect some change, some turning points, yeah? Hey, my name is uh, Jordan, and uh, nice to see you all. Um, I don't know everyone, so uh, say your name. Ready? One, two, three. <clears throat> it's important that we feel that we're getting along, and, and I feel that now. That is as close as I ever want to get to you. Um, but, but Jesus loves you. Um, like I, Lila mentioned, thank you uh, for coming in faith and leaning in, because that is everything. Uh, Blue Water Mission is just uh, a group of people uh, who have found the power of uh, faith in Jesus in this world. And... Um, and we exist, we live, we work, we minister in heightened states of faith because trust in God releases heaven on earth. And, uh, and that's what we're about because the, the earth needs a little bit of heaven, a little bit of truth, a little bit of light, a little bit of power, and a lot of creativity. Um, so that's what we're about. Uh, and that uh, requires you to come in faith to set aside whatever attitude is beleaguering you and to pick up the attitude of faith, the armor, uh, and... Uh, and to bring it to bear. And we do that together as a community. Every year we do a prophecy service. We call it our annual prophecy service around New Year's. And we just come together and listen for the voice of the Lord together. And here's why we do that. Here's why we do a lot of things like that at Blue Water. That's because Jesus commands us to follow him in supernatural ways. Uh, it says the kingdom of heaven is, is upon us. We're supposed to manifest heaven on earth. And in heaven, no one has any doubt as... Uh, as to the will of God or the presence of God, right? Um, And he says that uh, when Jesus says that when he left the earth, he didn't leave us alone. He left us the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's chief job is to remind us of things that Jesus said, but the Holy Spirit also gives us word in that hour. Uh, uh, It's another saying of Jesus. The Holy Spirit is our helper, uh, our paraclete, guides us and gives us direction. And if you Uh, if you were to read the whole Bible and summarize it uh, in a phrase, you would probably say, well, this is the story of God talking to humans and the cool stuff they do afterwards. It's one way that you could do it, right? But the Lord speaks and we respond. And that's basically the story of Scripture. And then there are all sorts of individual stories 
but they all kind of have that nature, you know, people honoring the word of the Lord when he speaks. Of course, he speaks through scripture, which is great, um, but scripture tells us to listen for him supernaturally. And so if you're serious about scripture, then you're serious about hearing the Holy Spirit in real time. Um, and uh, I say that my life uh, is founded in the truths of scripture, but it has been shaped by the real-time speaking of the Holy Spirit. You know, where I go, the things I have done, uh, a lot of times the relationships that I've made, even my daily schedule is determined by what I feel the Lord say that day. Uh, and that's where the adventure comes in, you know. Uh, we say at Blue Water that it's fairly easy to receive a prophecy from God. It's fairly easy to hear him or to sense him. It's harder to interpret what you hear or what you sense correctly and accurately. It's harder still to apply it in life uh, with some precision and faith. Um, and so we're going to listen to the Lord together. In a minute, some prophetic people are going to share what they hear and interpret it as to what they think it means for you. And they might also give you advice as to how you might apply that word in, in your lives. They're going to call out individuals and speak to individuals. Uh, realize that they can make mistakes anywhere along the way, and none of them are perfect, right? Um, especially me. Um, but we get a lot of it great adventure stories this way. Uh, and a really cool prophecy would be if, like if one of the prophets speaks to you individually and says something that you already kind of suspect God has been saying to you. And then we call that confirmation. And then you're kind of legally obligated to give it a try, whatever it is. Okay. Right? So, and that's the advantage of listening as a community, as a community. Um, in uh, the New Testament stories, like in the book of Acts, you hear that there were gifted prophets in a lot of places. Agabus is a prophet that spoke uh, fruitfully to Paul. Uh, Philip, uh, the, uh, the famous uh, evangelist, had four daughters, each of whom were killer prophetesses, uh, and they were well known for being able to do uh, this ministry. Um, they were valued members uh, of the New Testament church because things were happening. You know, people were running here and there trying to advance the frontiers of the kingdom and trying to dig deeply in their lives that Jesus might take root there. And so when they get a little tip from heaven through somebody's prophetic gift, that's valuable. You know, that's valuable. It can save time and friction. Um, but of course, as I say, God has been speaking all along. God spoke to Adam and Eve. Didn't listen, but he spoke to them. You know, God spoke to Cain. Again, some problems in application, God spoke to Abraham out of the blue, and Abraham did listen, and that's why we're here. You know, God spoke to Jacob uh, through numerous uh, visions, including angelic visitations. Um, God, of course, spoke to Moses uh, in a big way. God visited Joshua in an angelic manifestation. I could go on and on. They're the great age of the prophets. We have their books in the Bible. God spoke to John the Baptist, and we see the Lord speaking directly to Jesus numerous times in Scripture. We hear uh, the Lord speak to Peter through massive visions of sheets coming down and you know, visual representations involving animals and Gentiles and stuff. Uh, the Lord spoke to Philip and transported him from place to place according to what he said. 
the Lord spoke to the church in Antioch and told them to set aside Paul and Barnabas for ministry to the Gentiles, which is why most of us are here, unless you're Jewish. Um, and on and on and on and on. Right? It has ever been our tradition. Uh, and we will ever make it part of Blue Water Mission. Yes? All right. So uh, it's actually hard for me to make the transition from teaching to, to, to prophesying. It's just a quirk of mine. Uh, so we have some other people on the team. I want to call up uh, John and Michelle. Just had a baby, but she came anyway. Jason is here, as usual, has not had a baby recently, as far as I know, but I see your beard is back. So you've been busy. So you've been busy. And uh, we have other people. Uh, so these are uh, very, uh, very trusted prophetic ministers with a great track record. Uh, and so we kind of let them hold forth. Yeah, they're good folks. Um, and then in a little while, uh, we're, we're going to let some other ministers uh, in the church come up, maybe uh, who are growing in the ministry and, uh, you know. But the scripture says where the spirit of prophecy is, all may prophesy, all may hear from the Lord. And so part of doing an annual prophecy service is the Lord speaks directly to you guys as well, right? Uh, without intervention of a human prophet. And in, Bible, in the Bible, you know, the Lord speaks to Nebuchadnezzar in dreams. And he was a wicked, violent sinner. But the Lord spoke to him anyway. You know, the Lord spoke to Balaam's donkey, right? And had the donkey give a prophecy, you know. So there's the joke there that I'm obligated to say, right? Which is, <laughs> any dumbass can prophesy. Draw your own implications. Uh, next annual prophecy service, could we not have the steak cooking while the vegetarian is prophesying? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It's like not... Thank you. We'll do the roast the vegetables. We'll do Daniel. Daniel was a prophet. Vegetarian. I'm just saying. God told Peter to eat meat, yeah. Yeah. Of course, it took a radical vision from heaven, but... All right. Uh, use these uh, for, the, for the guys. You want to go first? And uh, stand up on, just, just uh, step up when you, when you speak so that they can see you. Ladies first, John says. Yes. <laughs> oh, here you are. It's not. It's just a bag. I carry all sorts of things nowadays. Bible? Thanks. Um, okay, so... I guess the first word that I have is for, it's a guy in a white shirt on the very end of this row with a black mask on. Yeah. <laughs> Could you stand, please? Would that be okay? Oh, you got something too. Okay, great, John. Yeah, I got something for him too. Oh, nice. What's, what, what's your name? Hoku. Oh, Hoku. 
Okay, yeah, don't uh, say anything. Um, yes. <laughs> so, uh, I felt like the Lord was telling me that you were having some conflicts in specifically like a work environment, like people were, or I'm not sure if it's current, but that there was something that happened where it was like they took advantage of you in the past and it kind of left this, you know, this mark where it's kind of like, okay, how do I treat these situations in the future or where do I go from here? Um, and I felt like the Lord was saying that uh, it's okay for you to um, stand up and to speak into like when whatever the rumors or the statements are going around that you have agency and you have voice in that and that that environment was marked by a lot of like selfish ambition and people like trying to set themselves up above others and stepping on others and um, the specific passage that I felt like he gave me for you um, is James chapter three, uh, specifically the end part of that passage, which starts in um, verse 13, uh, where he talks about how, you know, bitter jealousy and selfish ambition lead to all of these types of conflicts and that sort of thing. Um, but the Lord says, no, I've come so that you have a voice to be able to dispel that type of environment. Like you have power over that. And so um, I'm encouraging you to read this passage, not so much to feel guilty about yourself, like, oh my goodness, what have I done? But more like, okay, no, I'm going to read this so I can detect what spirit is this that's trying to speak against me or your friend or a coworker, and then to move against that spirit, to be like, no, this is something I need to fight against, but I need to do it in the spirit of the Lord. So it doesn't necessarily mean fighting back with the weapons of the world, but again, in James, you know, he'll talk about how do we receive the wisdom that comes from above, and then how do we apply it in that situation? Is that helpful to you? Okay. Uh, I also felt like God was saying, um, I, I saw your fingernails, and they were kind of filled with good soil, you know, that you're a man who has planted good things, and that you can stand on... I think as it relates maybe to what Michelle's talking about, but your character is your character and that speaks for itself. And what I appreciate about what I felt like God was saying about you is that you don't have to like yell or defend yourself. You know, it's just, there's this uh, quiet security to you and you've chosen good things. I also felt like it was important to not hold on to things that you don't want to hold on to. So, um, you know, the Lord's just encouraging you. If there are some things, maybe there have even been some things you've been praying about of kind of setting down. And I think there's encouragement from the Lord that this is a good season for that. Like you just got to kind of let, let some things fall, but then keep planting. You know, I saw in your hand, just really good soil. So not only have you already planted good things, you know, you're, you're a man of um, multiplication, right? You're a man who gathers people and you're a man who uh, creates good things in the world. So keep doing that. You know, I saw that there was more soil. And also something about your name, I think it means like kind of something about that, the moon at night. Is that the translation? Okay, it's star at night. Okay. Um, but I, f well, obviously stars at night obviously makes sense. <laughs> you know, they're still there during the day, but we don't. Um, but I feel like there's something about that, too, of, of encouragement to you of just, like, 
you're I don't feel like God's calling you at this moment to really like speak on your own behalf the Lord is your defender right the Lord sees what you do and you know there's a quietness to you and I just want to like encourage that um you know the Lord has your back and um in any way that there's strange things afoot the Lord has your back real quick Hoku I um I I saw your head uh over the crowd when I was seeing and the Lord said oh here's a man with uh the gift of Samson which, oh, you're a fit guy. I'm sure you're very strong. But um, I think what he was saying was this, actually. I'd never thought about this before, that there were things that made Samson supernaturally strong, like legendarily strong. And then there were things that made him super weak and legendarily weak. You're wise enough that you know the difference and you can make the choices to do the things that make you strong. And then entire churches can be built on your shoulders. And entire temples can be destroyed by your shoulders, right? And it's just a tremendous amount of responsibility, right? Uh, but what a gift. But what a gift uh, to be an earth establisher or an earth shaker like that. But the choice, the choice is a real deal. And uh, it's just uh, something that you're going to have to do uh, every day. Uh, that's all. We have to be faster. Um, but, uh, but that was lovely to have you. Thanks. Chase, you want to go? Yeah, um, I have a word for the woman in black with a blue mask. Uh, Are you in the medical field by chance? Okay, cool. No worries. Uh, But the word I had for you was, you know, I think in this season, God is going to begin to bring around like some childhood dreams, like things you've always wanted to do or something you've always felt called to, kind of like really your heart desire from when you're like small kid time. Um, I think what God is saying in that is as you're pursuing those things, uh, don't be afraid to get your hands dirty. Uh, don't be afraid to kind of just sink into it, even if it means you know your hands will get a little sticky, a little bit dirty. I think what God is going to do, he's going to teach you joy in the process. And so in this season, I just bless you with joy. I bless you with an experiential learning process that's not sanitary but may get a little bit dirty. Uh, And I think in that, as you're entering in, other people will receive healing, uh, whether that's physical or spiritual. Um, I think it has to do with your vocation and maybe a job change. Uh, and if that resonates with you, I'd love to pray more for you after. Speaking of uh, jobs, Daniel, uh, sorry, one of you guys, would you stand up, whoever doesn't have the kids? There you go. They got twins, so. Um, I, I, I just perceive in my spirit that maybe not right away, but, but, but sooner rather than later, you're going to have to make a job change. Uh, and it will be a job change based not on the job itself, but on stuff in life that you want to see done. And, and uh, uh, But so it's a very, very simple word of confirmation. You know, those sorts of things always require, you know, a certain leap, don't they? Uh, and it's like, you just had twins. Um, but, uh, but do not fear. It's going to be fine. And the Lord trusts you enough to make wise decisions. It might not be wise for your career, but it will be wise for your life and family. Does that make sense? You guys are nodding, so you've already heard that, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, okay. Bless you. Love that family. <laughs> Michelle, you got another? I did, but I feel like the family disappeared. Oh, we oh, lost them? Yeah, they're in the back row right there. I can go again. Go yeah. ahead, Jace. Okay. Um, there's a gentleman in a blue shirt, blue mask. Do you mind standing, please? 
Um, so the word I have for you is, uh, do you have inflammation in your body? Uh, I just bless you with healing of inflammation in Jesus' name. Uh, that joints, ligaments, whatever feels like swollen or uh, I wouldn't say pain, but it's kind of like a nagging thing. It's like a subtle thing. Uh, we just bless you with full healing now in Jesus' name. Uh, I felt like a word I had to go along with that is that in the same way when Jesus called his disciples, right? He said, he called them out and said, I'll make you fishers of men, mm. right? But they were also dealing with a lot of disappointment. Like they had been fishing all night and got nothing. Uh, and so for you, I just bless you. You know, like this healing uh, is a first step of faith. Uh, but it's also God is going to be retooling you. So all the things that you've learned in life, all the journeys and experiences you've had, even the disappointments, God is going to retool that in the same way that he's taking fishermen and making them fishers of men. God is taking you to that new purpose. Uh, and I just Brilliant. bless you with that in Jesus' name. Um, I, I had a strange word for you as well. This is Richie. Uh, he and I have only known each other a few weeks. Um, but the Lord spoke this very strange word. He said, make sure you introduce Richie to the crowd. So everybody, this is Richie. Hi, Richie. And then the Lord showed me like this gift scenario and said to me really clearly, it's like, um, the, the more the community serves Richie, the more Richie empowers the community, right? He's just like that gift of help sort of person. And so that's part of our responsibility and part his. And then we're going to see what he does for any number of you. Um, and I don't know how that's going to work, but I heard it, so I said it, and there you go. Have you found a place to live? You're looking for an apartment. All right, there you go. There's one, there's one way, if anybody knows. That's Richie. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. John, was it? Oh, sorry. sure. Um, all right, I'll go right here. Um, the girl in the pink mask, like. Yeah. Do you mind standing up? Um, I felt like the Lord, when I looked at you, I heard that you're a dreamer. And the Lord said, we need dreamers, you know, so keep dreaming. And I think that has to do with also writing, um, journaling. Do you journal? Do you like that? Okay. A lot. Okay. And then I saw two coffee cups. You know, you're really good at like the one-on-one -on -one conversations. But then on the banner of the table was gather. And so I just want to challenge you to gather more into those conversations. Keep having those one-on-ones, but gather more. You have like a great gift of that and keep dreaming. I just bless you with the, you know, the, the faith to dream the big dreams and to sustain. And, and write them down. Okay, there's a family in the back <laughs> uh, with two kids. Um, yeah, black guy, Asian woman. Is that okay? <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> Um, okay, so the first word that I had for you guys was vistas, like just wide open spaces, like being able to stand on a mountain and then see like far beyond. And I felt like this was actually kind of about your family. Like, what does it mean to be planted somewhere and yet to have enough space mm -hmm. to be able to reach out and to go far? Like, I, I, I could see you like running across these fields. Like, you need places to run. Like that's, that's how God built you all and that you can cover a wide range of ground. Like that's, that's just my perception is that you're able to cover a wide range of people and ministries and activities and, um, and you kind of need that. I feel like that's something that you thrive in. Um, so I bless you guys with being able to find the right 
place where you can feel grounded and yet still have that expanse. The other thing I felt was um, Habakkuk chapter three, um, like at the end, he talks about how the Lord makes my feet like the deer's and I, I can jump on the high places. You know, deer has to have exact footing on where they place their foot next. So I bless you with wisdom in that. And also that there's this calling on your life where the whole chapter of Habakkuk 3 is like the Lord comes and he brings judgment. And that's actually like a, a hard thing for a lot of people to understand. But I feel like God goes in and he clears out um, certain places and it feels weird because it's like there's it, it becomes broken. But it's actually for him to send in people like you and then you help build it up. You help rebuild it and fix it. So I feel like that's part of your calling is that to not be afraid to go into those places where God has like kind of shaken the earth and has cleared things out and it looks a little chaotic, but he's like, okay, now you're ready. I'm going to send you in and you're going to make some sense out of this. So God bless you. I, I, I know these guys a little bit, but I, I have a word and, and I bet you've already heard it. The Lord is calling you to travel more and to do more sort of out and about. Yeah, you've already heard that, haven't you? Um, I know he speaks to you, um, which means you have to set down some responsibilities to be free enough to do that, right? You've heard this, yes? I'm just, I'm just confirming stuff, right? And Michelle made the point, it's like, you know, there's this expansiveness and then there's this groundedness, right? So you can't simultaneously shoulder a whole community and then go out and, like, do the thing that God is calling you to do, so, you know find a community that someone else is shouldering and, you know, plug in and make roots. And then you can be you, which is your heart's desire. And I, I think you know exactly what I'm saying, so I'm going to shut up. Um, sorry, <laughs> one more thing. Uh, I, I felt like a, another word I had for you was, um, you know, I didn't see your shirt, but it was Daniel. Uh, and the story of Daniel is a man who's like in exile, right? The story of Daniel is a man who's like traveled. Um, and I felt like specifically it was this dynamic of he, the, the second word was like lion and the lamb. Uh, and I feel like in your journey of life, in your journey of faith, you've had to rely on Jesus as both of lion and lamb. Uh, and I feel like in this season, I just want to bless you with courage. Uh, that whatever the Lord is calling you to, you know, just trust that he is both the lion and the lamb. Right? He is both the sacrifice, but he also has this voracious defender of you. Uh, and then, yeah, I saw your shirt, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll share that with you. And if that resonates, I'd love to pray for you, too. It's yeah. a nice little word. Um, also for you, I just want to encourage you. I saw you like a, a climbing wall, um, you know, a pathway to Jesus. And, you know, it's going to help you to just kind of hold still, right? Like you don't. The God, God's going to speak to you really clearly of where to go, but it's a time to just kind of be still. Like, you don't have to run around. I also saw these huge signs that said, like neon signs that said, open, open, open. You know, you mm. just emit that to mm. the world. Yeah. And so just ground yourself, you know, for a little bit. Just breathe. Like, people gather around you. You're a pathway to Jesus when you worship. And then is it's your son, Yeah. I just saw him taking these huge, like in the future and even now, these huge like mountains and rocks and boulders, these obstacles and just throwing them out of the way. So we just bless that over him, that generational man of clearing a path.
All right, shorter still. We're going to rapid fire. If they need more information, they can follow up later. So okay. give them your best shots. Guys. I've been timing us, and we're 45 seconds each. Most of us. Hi. Um, there's a guy right here in the second row with the beads, glasses. Oh, yep, there you go. I feel like God's saying he wants to hear your voice more, like to speak out. And um, I just saw you... I don't know, I saw you writing, like, whether it was, like, poetry or songs. And then I also saw you emailing a lot, like, just, and that your perspective is important. So don't stay silent when the discussion's going on. Like, speak up. I feel like you're a guy who likes to wait and to listen first, and that's good. But the Lord will give you the pause. And in the pause, that's your turn. So speak up in the pause. Interesting. A little wisdom. Jace? Uh, I feel like I have a word for you, Carrie. Uh, yeah, my, my word for you, do you mind standing? Um, yeah, my, the word I got was handle your business. Uh, I don't know if you're planning to start a business uh, or if that's something you've been considering, but the word was handle your business. Um, and I think one of the ways, because I was like, okay, God, how can Carrie handle her business? Uh, you know, so I know you as an intercessor. Uh, I think even if you're not planning to start a business in the near future, start interceding for it, start praying for it, kind of start opening up the doors in prayer and discerning with it. And I feel like God is going to speak to you uh, in a unique place. But even your daily business that you've had, start interceding for those things as well. Uh, so short word, handle your business, <laughs> however you define that. Um, in the very back in the black hat, do you mind standing up? Um, I just felt like God really said, said aloha uh god said strongly that um the most powerful life is a life of change and that you've had that and i just encourage your story and for you to keep speaking it and then i just saw you gathering stories of change you know gathering to you people who was like hey this is how my life used to be this is how my life is now and i just bless that flow of the lord's power in you and I mean, to, to, to have lives that you know that you've shared your story with and then their lives have changed too is a very powerful cool. thing. So I just bless you. I love the way he pulls down his mask so you can see his smile. Yeah. I, I, are, are you by chance a, a musician? Are you musical? Just the guy who just stood up? Are you? Yeah, smiley. What's your name? Wiseman. Wiseman, are, are, are you musical? Musician? Evan. That guy. <laughs> Screams out from you. Just, it's like you just broadcast the gift. So, uh, Michelle? Oh. I can't. I was for somebody else. Are we moving on to somebody else? Yeah. Oh, go. okay. Cool. Whoever, you, whoever you want. Uh, Baron. Oh, I got one for Baron, too. Okay, so the first two words I heard was move on. <laughs> um, and I think that was in relation to your job. So I don't even feel like saying anything else beyond that. So Actually, I got, I got, bless this, you. I got the same sort of word. I got, oh, Baron's thinking about transitioning out, transitioning off. But then he gave me this word of wisdom for you. And I saw you sitting at a kitchen table, and symbolically for me, kitchens are the place of preparation. 
um, and you're sitting at the table thinking about this transition that you feel like, oh, I think I got it. I think, I, I think I've got my idea. I think I've got my vision. And the Lord said, no, wait, first, Baron should identify other people uh, who are thinking about transition or should, and then make the decision with them. Like, you be the guy that gives other people direction. And then as you do that, uh, then the Lord will edit your idea a little bit. Does that make sense? Yeah, okay. Someone else? All right, go. Okay, well, yeah. Uh, let me give Sonia the mic. She's got one. I got a couple quick ones. Okay, Alan, stand up. Hi, Alan. So I just saw an onion. We like onions. Onions are important in our house. And uh, I, I just think the Lord is saying you're not done, that there's layers. There's more layers to you. And the thing about onions are so important, but they're also so difficult. They're like difficult creatures. Like they make you cry, you know, and, and you get to that, you, a, a, a fresh onion, it's, it's hard to work with, but it's so crucial. And I just want to say encouragement to you to go move on into those layers. You're not done. You are not done, Alan. And I just bless you for the inner things that are coming. So be brave, cut in, keep going down, and we need you. That's it. All right? Bless you. And then um, Bill Wong. Bill Wong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that speedy in. Hey, Bill. Uh, so when I looked at you, I saw, I just saw, like you are identified in you, um, the seeking. You are a seeker. You are seeking the deep things of God. And I just see the blessing on you for that in this time. And what I saw was like, I saw old pots, like the Dead Sea Scrolls, like um, Middle East. I see um, like uh, minerals stored away, old things, important things, things that change the way people understand things, the way that people understand God, the world, the deep things. And I, I just think there's a blessing on you. Don't just think, oh, I'm just making this up. Oh, I'm just being fanciful, dreaming, you know. No, seek um, the things that God is leading you to. And I think in the word of God and the scriptures, because the scrolls are also aligned with scriptures. So um, be the man you are, which is a, a seeker, a discoverer. Take the time and expect there to be a return that will change the way people understand things. Um, I also think that I know that you have some history in the Middle East because of uh, uh, your, your history, but I just thought if there's anything, perhaps there might be actually a locational thing where don't be afraid to look at some of um, that area. Um, and we could pray more about that. That's it. Um, thank you, Bill. And then, will we do one more? No, just. I got one more. All right. Camacho family. Camacho family. I don't see Jun here, but um, I just see, I just want to say, Gigi, you can carry this home, you guys, and John and Jason. Uh, Joshua, so I just feel for you guys, I see like shelving, and you, uh, it's, it's level up. It's a leveling up time for you. You guys have been like to move up on the shelf, move up. And I just want to just release that blessing on your family 
because your family has been so faithful and the work that you do is, is so potent, but I just see as a family a blessing to move up. And I just, we'll see how that turns out. All right. Um, I had a word for uh, specifically John Camacho. Uh, do you mind standing? Uh, the word I have for you is uh, don't forget to smell the roses. Uh, and so kind of in the season where you're at, it may be a little bit frustrating because it's like, oh, I just feel like I'm going at a slow pace. Uh, and I feel like what God is saying is don't, don't judge the season you're in, but enjoy it. Uh, and so even as you're kind of going through this season, you know, take some time and look around. You know, kind of soak it all in because the next season for you is going to accelerate very quickly. Uh, and so you just want to be able to enjoy this season so that you're ready for that acceleration, right? It's kind of like, okay, enjoy the scenery here because before you know it, you'll be driving 40 miles an hour and you won't be able to take it in. Um, but what God will teach you in this season is how to be aware of your surroundings. Uh, because when you start moving faster, all those things begin to pick up and you can tunnel vision. But you still got to be aware of what's on the outside. So, uh, yeah, enjoy the season you're in. Don't judge if it feels a little bit slower than you thought it would be. Yeah. Uh, and then I had a word for uh, Mindy. Uh, yeah, uh, Mindy, I, the word I had for you was uh, rain guard. <laughs> And so as kind of your, you know, when you're driving, if you put this rain guard on your windshield, the rain doesn't stick. It just kind of floats and flies off. Uh, and I feel in this season, maybe you're walking through a lot. Uh, in this season, there's a lot of things kind of hitting at your windshield, uh, like kind of maybe obscuring your vision. I think what God wants to reassure, I wanna, what I want to bless you with is that he's giving you a good protection in this season. And I feel that has to do with community. Uh, and I feel that also has to do with your calling. And so in this season where it feels like a lot of things may be obscuring your vision, uh, rely on your community and rely on the things that God has called you to. And that he's going to allow that to be transplanted into this season. Uh, it just may look a little bit different. Yeah. This is a word for your future in that right now, like the seeds you have planted before are growing. They're growing, but you're, you're far away from it. But God's saying they are growing and he's going to send you back one day and you're going to see the fruit that comes Amen. from that time. Amen. Um, it's going to be a few years, but your act of faith right now is to say, I believe that you are growing things while I am gone because it's your work. It's not mine. Um, there's a guy in a white Aloha shirt with a, what is that called? Gator on. Hi. Uh, do you mind standing? Is that okay? Okay, here's my first try. Do you have any ties to the Big Island? Yeah? Okay. Okay, Jesus, what about the Big Island? Um, <laughs> um, I just saw you, I saw you lifting a lot of rocks and it was like lava rocks. So in the spirit, I feel like he's saying, this is a guy that I like to use to move things and, and also to make foundations. Yeah. So that's what I got was the idea of, you know, digging out hard ground and making foundations. You're looking. so. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I felt like he was saying that, you know, you can actually take a lot of flack from people. And that's actually really key to being a foundation for others. So I bless you with being rooted very firmly in the truth of God's word and knowing that you can trust it. And you can hang your life on that and that you can guide others from that place. 
in some way, speaking of Big Island, in some way in the near future, I think you're supposed to be like responsible for instrumental in relocating or causing people on the Big Island to relocate over here. Like you're kind of like, you make that possible for some people who are currently on the Big Island. Does that make sense? Yeah, okay. Um, when Michelle was like, okay, God, what about Big Island? The word I got was revival. Uh, and so I just feel for you, you know, maybe there's a season where you feel a little bit dry. Uh, you know, when I think about revival, I think about many things. But specifically for you, uh, I think God's given you authority in this season to declare things. Uh, and so in this season, don't be afraid as you're praying, right? Instead of like asking God, can I da da da, like petition prayer, use some declaration prayer where it's like, God, I believe, give me the faith. Or if you don't feel like you have the faith, like one of my key prayers is, Lord, I believe, help me with my unbelief. And so as God kind of gives you those prayer requests, don't be afraid to declare it. And don't be afraid to stand in your spiritual authority and the place where God has you in your family. Yeah. I saw you fishing too. Fishing. So that's, you know. Um, Antonio. Antonio, I just saw the Lord zipping up kind of your back, bringing two things together. And I think there are two points to that. One, a kind of joining together of two things that seem like how do these two things fit as far as your current life, um, vocation. And then also I felt like the Lord's just really showing like he's got your back and uh, he's your protector. You know, whatever things you feel are coming out your back, whatever attacks. And so I just bless you with peace and that the Lord's got it all. You know, it's going to come together like a zipper and make sense in a way that if you look at two sides of something, you think, how can they kind of meld? But they will. Praise God. Okay, a couple of things going to happen. One, uh, the kids are going to be released, at least some of them, because they're starting to get antsy and meltdown. So they may be coming in and there might be some bedlam. Parents, be advised. Uncles and aunties, be advised. We're just going to hang with this for another five minutes or so and finish off the prophecies. It'll just be like, it'll just be Ohana time in here. Uh, and uh, you might have to go attend to your child at a certain point. I think they're going to bring him in. Bring him in. But just keep your eye out for your kid, and, and then we'll just kind of filter out to lunch eventually. We're just going to go bang, bang, rapid fire, and then some of the other people on other ministry teams are going to come up and share. I know you've been, some of you have at least one word, and so we're going to bring them up, and they're going to share as well. Jason has a quick one. Uh, I have one for a, a gentleman in a light pink shirt, black mask. Yeah, uh, you, if you don't mind standing up. Hi, my name's Jason. Uh, I felt like first I, I wanted to thank you for being here. Uh, you know, I think at times that comes with a little bit risk. Like, I don't know you, we haven't met. Uh, you know, we've been in COVID for the last few years, but I feel like you're someone who's taking a little bit of faith risks in this season. Uh, and I feel like what God wants to say to you is thank you. You know, thank you for trying. Thank you for stepping. Uh, I also feel like in some ways you're a leader. Uh, and in this season, it's been a little bit hard because it's felt mm. like, well, God, who am I leading? Yeah. Uh, but I feel you also have the unique ability for other people, not always for yourself, to always see the silver lining. Uh, and so I feel like that's something where if someone tells you're talking with someone, you can find the silver lining, the one positive thing in their situation. But that's hard for you in this season. Uh, and so... Uh, I just bless you uh, that, you know, no matter what is going on around you, that God has placed a silver lining even in the harder, hardest of seasons. Uh, the image I saw was kind of you holding on to like a little thread. 
uh, and you're just following this thread inch by inch. Uh, but eventually that thread begins to grow and get bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, but I just bless you to know that in the midst of following that little thread that you're a leader. I just affirm that in you. That's a good word. Good word. All right, the other guys can come up and grab the mics from these guys. I have a quick word for Damien. Uh, I listen to the Lord speak very specifically. Like, I don't, I don't even know what you do for a living, but I felt like the Lord was saying that this is a great time for you to go back to school, not for general stuff, but for something very specifically vocational. Like, you know, a training in a certain thing that will then empower your way forward and help you grow up and build your family and future and stuff like that. Does that make sense? It's got to be like, oh, this is a skill I want. That, that sort of thing? That makes sense? Great. And Linda, Linda Lee, real quick, I, I just had this powerful vision of you toward the beginning of the service. Go ahead and stand up because maybe some of the older Blue Waters don't know Linda. She's uh, from the Aina Haina crowd. Um, being part of just like neighborhood outreach around here and going to, up to the door and saying to someone, hey, what can we do for you? Can, you know, uh, can I give you any, you know, healthcare or healing or something like that, and you partner with the community uh, that Blue Water is bringing in here, the word the Lord said to me is that outreach in this neighborhood that you participate in will be irresistible. Irresistible was the word. And you'll actually bring people into the church. It's like clear as day, gonna happen, no question. Irresistible. So just to share that uh, with you. Let's go with Jeremiah. Because he's. There you go. Hi. Uh, the lady in the purple shirt and the black mask. Uh, I think I got the word structure for you, and that it's something that you need just in general in your life. Does that resonate with you at all? Cool. Does it? Pray that she gets some structure in her life then. Yeah, but... I just bless you with structure, just security and. You know, if there's anything going on, that was another great word. Yeah. That you may Sexual just go into security. that and let your kingdom come there. In Jesus' name. All the provision. Good. Yeah, just pass it down. Lila, you got one? Yeah. Um, is uh, Melanie Young's parents here? Josie and Parkson. I don't think they're here. Okay, then I'll give that to him later. Um, I have a word for Courtney. I just got to finally meet her and talk to her last week, and I just found out she's not here, but she's on live stream, so I'm going to give it. Um, so, Courtney, um, I feel like you've been in an uphill battle, um, particularly with relationships, um, and you've gained some things in that battle that the Lord is going to use in future seasons, specifically perseverance, strategy, and knowing how to navigate with the Holy Spirit to win the battle. Also saw you sitting on the top of a hill looking at the sunrise. And so the breakthrough is here. You can rest in that, but it's time to rest. It's also time to act. And so the rest is God said that you just need to come to him regularly and just sit and listen to him. And he's going to begin to unravel chaotic things for you. He's going to kind of make that crooked pathway straight, as it says in Isaiah 45. The act part of your action step is um, God is about to take you into a time of learning supernatural gifts that he has for you. Specifically, what I saw you doing is power evangelism. So definitely recommend that book by John Wimber, Power Evangelism, and definitely come see me because we need to get you developed in your major supernatural gifts that God's about to blow up. Okay. Lila leads supernatural ministry while she says that. This is Janelle. 
Howdy. These are uh, Sozo team, so I'll show a great prayer warrior for those of you who need that. Yeah. Um, I have a word for Priscilla. Are you, you're in the back there. Hey, Priscilla. Um, I have a word. You started your business recently, right? Yeah, I have a word about your business um, that God wants to transform and bless it. Um, the picture I saw was like this white dress standing by itself in this beautiful glade. And it just turned into like these butterflies, these white butterflies that floated away, like transformed. Um, and I think that God wants to give you some creative solutions on the business side, hmm. not like the pr product creative side, but like what to do after, like the marketing and the distribution, that kind of thing. Um, and also God is saying um, he wants to give you a new level of boldness to speak truth. Um, specifically related to work. And part of that is going to be those new creative solutions he's going to give you that might seem a little bit different, but you're going to speak those things boldly. Um, and you're going to speak them in grace, too. It's going to be, like, aligned with your own character and your personality. Um, yeah, and, a, and an action step for you I got was, um, like, dancing with God, as in, like, literally, not figuratively, but actually dancing. Could be just by yourself, but that that's going to kind of bring some celebration and some joy, and it's going to kind of bring the, the creative breakthrough as well. Yeah. Good word. Um, uh, I have one more word oh, to, um, okay, go. for this woman in the front right behind Sonia. Um, yeah, I have a word for you. So, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, I saw, or if, if you want, you can stand, but yeah, I saw like a jewel on your forehead, like this beautiful mm. jewel, and it was um, representing beauty and wisdom. Um, and I think that's important because you've had some difficult relationships, maybe in your family, where your wisdom hasn't been, like, respected or listened to. Um, that maybe kind of caused you to feel kind of alone or, like, withdraw from others. So I feel like the word for you is that you're about to come out of the season of being alone and, like, start to minister to other people and be in relationship again. Um, Praise God. And that you're going to connect with people who are like waiting for your wisdom and like really excited for it. Amen. Yeah. And I feel like that season is like immediate, like it's today. Um, yeah. Are you, sorry, are you a part of like a small group or Ohana group? Oh my gosh. Awesome. Everybody afterwards, you come love Auntie. So if you're not a part of a small group, you should get into one because I feel like that's where you're going to find your people to connect to and to minister to. Right? Yeah. Um, so I actually got a word last week, uh, but I felt it was for this week. And it's very specific, but I don't know who it's for. So maybe it's somebody here or maybe it's somebody online, but we can connect and we can pray about it later. So um, it's interesting. I saw a vision of somebody who has a black, like, Labrador dog, and the dog is aging prematurely and, like, heading towards um, death, which is, of course, disturbing to the person. And there's some sort of um, spirit of oppression that is manifesting. Like, this is very weird and specific, so. But it's manifesting in the dog's back left hip, and there is... It's like the person who owns the dog, who I think is a male, um, is also experiencing this feeling of depression, but it's manifesting as almost like pain and arthritis in the dog's back left hip. So I think that God spoke about the antidote is the truth of life because depression is like a lie 
of death and like it, it, it's perpetuating that sort of ending of things. And I feel like God was saying that the antidote is the truth of life. So I think it's something for us to pray about later. But if that applies to you or if you're online, like, I don't know, make a comment, try and tag me, uh, Veronica Lamb, and then I'll respond. And I feel like it's, if you're not here, that's okay. We can pray about it virtually. But I just think that God has um, freedom from that oppression that's affecting both the person with the lab, with the black lab, the dog and the person. Specific. That's great. Faith can fix that. Uh, Joanne. I have a word for Jen Garris. Jen. You wouldn't mind standing. Where is Jen? Mm-hmm. Right there she is. All right. So I'm feeling like it's time to step into being a lioness. Now, a lioness is bold, beautiful, ready to fight. She's unafraid, unashamed, and a ferocious defender. And I see this in particular with your family and um, with the leader in the family. And I see you standing firmly with your feet on the ground and you're defending the truth. Whereas in the past, you might have said, oh, well, you know, that's just what he thinks and that. And you would have just, just dismissed comments from this leader before. And then one day in the very near future, you'll find yourself defending the truth and doing it with grace but strength. I have a lot more, so. <laughs> you know where you know where to find her. Yeah. Oh, sorry. John. Oh. Fire away, bud. Hi. Uh, Uncle Evan's not here, yeah. Uncle Evan? Oh, he is right there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, you can take this with a grain of salt, but I kind of just like. I kind of you just you just stood out to me, and it might have been because they were talking about how like maybe you're musical too, but. I kind of just like thought of a guitar when I thought about you and maybe something to do like at the YWAM campus on Oahu. So I don't know. I just thought I would come here and share it because why not? Interesting details. Yeah. So, so with that, Evan, why don't you go next and we'll do Brian. Yeah, I have two quick ones. Uh, the first one is for the gentleman with a green shirt and a black hat. If you'd stand up if you don't mind. Um, I got it actually while you were walking in on the sidewalk and I was out there and I was like, oh, and I got kind of a little download, but like, I think what I think I'm hearing is that there's something in your life that you just feel like you don't know how to speak into. It's re- it's really troubling you. It might be in somebody else's life that's really close to you, but you just can't seem to get to the other side of this thing. And it seems like there's this sheet. And I think the Lord just wants to equip you to say with boldness what needs to be said, and just pray that He would give you the right words. You feel like if you speak up on this issue, it's going to just blow up. But the truth is, is that when you speak like with faith in the spirit that he's going to give you the words you need to speak that like that sheet or that covering is just going to kind of like, I just saw it kind of like melt away or disintegrate. And all of a sudden, like the problem can be seen clearly and it can be dealt with. So if there's something in your life that you haven't spoken into, or you're like, I don't know how to, what to say, trust the Lord for the words and speak it and speak boldly. Good word. So, and then the other one is actually not specific for somebody, but I did anybody this morning before church, just say, I'm feeling really dry right now. Like, I'm just feeling kind of, did anybody raise a hand? Yeah, if you'd stand up, Tasha, this works for you. I actually, it might be someone for the, maybe someone said it on the live stream too. I thought it might be one or two people, but um, you're not a cactus. You're not necessarily a dry plant. You're not, you're not, you're not like withering. It's like, what, what I think it is, is that you're an epiphyte which is not a biblical term. It's a type of plant. An epiphyte is a plant that attaches to other trees or rocks. 
and mm. then it collects its moisture in the air and it collects its moisture from the other plants around it. Mm. And I think what the Lord is telling you is just surround yourself with moisture. Community. Surround yourself with community more deeply and like go in hard on that. And like this sense of dryness is going to like go away because you're going to be collecting moisture. And I think the thing is, is you think, oh, I just need this downpour of rain. And that's actually not what you need. Like you need to collect the moisture from the people around you. But then I think that in the process of doing that, like the Lord is so good. He's going to give you those downpours as well. But like, I think that there's a sense that he just wants you to like really find moisture around you and dig into that. And you're just going to be this like thriving plant good word. in that. So, Brian, this is Brian. Hello, sir. Um, the gentleman in the back with the blue shirt. Uh, yes, sir. You. Um, I feel like, yes, sir. I feel like the Lord has some encouragement for you. I believe that there is a woman in your life, either a wife or a daughter, but I feel it's a a daughter, who might be making some decisions which are detrimental. I feel in the past that maybe you were reluctant to necessarily speak and confront somebody, but I feel like the Lord has given you wisdom and guidance for this situation. And the encouragement is to go ahead and speak boldly and to encourage her. She needs it. Secondly, sir, I also feel like that the Lord is also going to send additional things that are going to help this young lady and to continue to guide her. Lastly, I feel like that there's a question in the air of, oh God, are you going to come through? And I would like to say, yes, he is going to come through. God bless you. Pray that through later, yeah? Later? Later, yeah. And Lila will have uh, the last word. As usual. Yes, um, actually I got a word for Brenda, and Brenda I want to add some credibility to this word because I know Brenda very well, and I would not get a word for Brenda because I know her too well, but this morning um, when I was asking the Lord for one more word, um, he said, there is a woman in the middle section, right side, back row. So this is for you, Brenda. Um, so the Lord told me this morning that you have been experiencing some fear recently, and maybe no one has necessarily seen it, but God is about to just on his own remove it, and mm-hmm. he's about to give you like a download of joy. I saw you hysterically laughing, so just bless you with joy. Um, mm-hmm. Also, what he showed me is that you've been carrying a banner for battle, um, and it's actually not a burden that you're supposed to carry. It doesn't belong to you, and it's a political battle is what he said. Um, the Lord wants you to lay down this banner because what he wants to do is give something to you, which is a big blessing in place of the space that that banner and battle has been taking up in your life. So Mm -hmm. what he showed me is he wants to, um, the banner of battle has caused a barrier and he wants to build a bridge. Um, So I think that those blessings that he's giving you, what he spoke to me this morning is more community, more family connections, um, that that barrier, when you lay that banner down, will be removed. So I just bless you, sister. Love oh, you. You got all that without knowing that Brenda would be sitting in that chair? Justin? So we all know Brenda well. <clears throat> uh, look, uh, kids are running around outside, and I know these guys, and I know that there are a lot of more words that they have to give. So what they're going to do is chase you down at lunch, and they're just going to accost you. And... Uh, and <laughs> and prevent you from eating and share something. And some of them also might want to approach you and just to pray through the word that they got for you because the Lord will continue to speak details and wisdom, particularly as we listen uh, together, you know, and they'll get more. But what we are is a community that listens for the voice of the Lord together and a community that then walks out what the Lord tells us together. 
you know, and the application is the end of it, right? The application is the most important bit. And if you get stuck in life, often it's because you have failed to follow through on the most recent thing, the last thing that the Lord told you to do. Not that these guys are always right, but the Lord is always speaking. And we just really want to set that expectation as a pillar in our community. So Father, I pray that you would speak all words that you desire to speak to us today and this week and in this season, and that you would give us the faith to walk it out, to go out far, to be in deep in the blue water uh, with you where the adventure is and where fruitful harvest happens in 2022. In Jesus' name, amen.